As the 70s roll in, stability around the world has never been as shaky. Interplanetary alliances join together to seek ideological supremacy across both planets. Cultural shifts are uprooting norms that have been in place for centuries. Technological shifts have been changing how the world itself functions. As these shifts occur, life continues in the seed bearer region, where a seemingly random group of people have come together to try and make sense of the nonsensical. This is Hazeltown Story. Hello, I'm Bob Nader. I am playing Ferris T. Tero. Pronouns he, him. He is a TV host for a wildlife and a society show called Whole Wild World. It's not super popular yet, but he's trying to work on that. And that should be it. Hi, I'm Carnival. I'll be playing Elvis Graner. Pronouns she, they. An engineering student who has in who has made a surveillance network by accident. I am, of course, Deathmaster780. I will be playing... Bobby, pronouns he, him. He's a local businessman who gets into some shady shit, maybe. And also, I'll be playing uh, Saskia, a dead soul trapped in a stone, pronouns she, her. Rock spirit. I'm Torpid Typhus, and I'm here to Hazeltown contact these nuts, and I'll be playing Aravia, she, her, an immortal dumbass. It's been about a month. Uh, since the scrying session and the job with the uh, working with uh, Lin Sing Wei has ended. And at the end of that, you came across some uh, supernatural or in usually the terminology used in this universe is extra planar uh, beings that uh, seem to have taken notice of you and Basically, this is a event that does is not really been recorded so much, uh, and they seem to um, do something which is un not exactly to be expected. Which is they were able when you were in the scrying session because you were not in the per like you were not in person at the time. Uh, you were just kind of floating around in ghost mode, for lack of a better term. Ooh. Uh, and they were able to ke like see you as that, which is not something that. Uh, so that ha that's been about a month since that happened. Uh, so things have been a little well, been a little weird uh, because uh, at this point um, it has been decided because that is. Um, let me just try and think out of phrases. Uh, one thing that is they've been trying to realize is that especially with how your group has grown, you have now got Matt, you have now gathered multiple relics. Uh, and with how many instances of you've had in contact with these extra planar beings, um, you've kind of been sidestepped along from the reading rainbow group and you're kind of being put into your own group. Um, these details are not exactly or not exactly in stone yet, um, but you have been basically given provisions that you are no longer um, part of the reading the the, the research team reading Rainbow. Uh, you are in fact working with um, you actually have kind of sort of been decommissioned, but essentially you're keeping the office still uh, as a unofficial group uh, that is. Trying to be more out of the record um, to kind of poke around at some stuff. Um, and you 
Baravia have still been sleeping in the um, basically still been sleeping at the office because it, as you said, hotels cost money. Um, you the one thing that started been having since you came across it, um, but basically when you came across those beings, um, you've been starting to not every night, but pretty uh, frequently uh, having dreams in which you are being approached. The dream kind of starts out the same way. You are standing in front of a tavern or standing in front of a bar. And as you enter it, uh, think of it as a kind of traditional Irish bar or like an Irish pub, probably like even a slightly tacky one, like one that you've probably if you like have something or like a sitcom that's at or some sort of show that's at a Irish stereotype. It's almost like a stereotype. Um, And you walk in and there are people in there that they might as well just be like they're just faces in a crowd. You can barely tell any sort of detail on them. They're incredible. Like they're the to take this out of a slight uh, in realm universe out of out of character thing. Think about it when PSO2, when you don't have a character loaded in, how it's just the blob. <laughs> Everyone's the same gray model. Yeah. Yeah, it's yep. essentially that. Um except for one person who is the main bartender there. Uh the main bartender there is a um let's make them a uh let's make them a because we haven't had a whole lot of NPCs with them. Uh let's make them a dragon. Let's say they are <laughs> about more dragons, I see. Yes, more yes. Um is rather uh, you can't quite get a bead on exactly how tall he is, but he is at least your height. So he's very tall um, and he is dressed up in like, you know, white shirt with a vest and like he's in a bartender's outfit and he is waiting there um, seeing that you are co- like, he, yes, uh, he is waiting there seeing that you come in. And he basically looks at you and says, uh, you know, it's I'm trying to think how to phrase like he essentially comes in and just uh, or not. He comes in, you come in and you kind of go up to the bar and you t- like he signals to take a seat and basically looks at you and says, I'm trying to essentially looks at you and says, um, you know, you haven't come yet. Um when are you going to when are we going to actually meet face to face? And then event and then basically at that point, the dream ends. So, man, saying you haven't come yet is sure a way to introduce yourself to a lady. This is the problem with me kind of trying to think of dialogue on the spot. because The moment <laughs> I, that left my mouth, I realized I messed up. <laughs> it's fine. Keep it in. This is gold. <laughs> I left Stuart Griffin in, so I think no, at it's that fine. Point, it adds the surreal feeling of of the nonsense dream. Yeah, it, it, yes, that it's it's, the, it's also fueled by I don't know, maybe drank something else that night. No, um, the problem is he's been trying drink to drink to get rid of the dreams, but it hasn't worked. Yes. Um. So yeah, you've been having that dream pretty frequently. Like, it's not a dream that obviously lasts long, but it is one that is prevalent and. It is almost lucid in the sense like you can feel like you can almost feel that you're there. 
Uh, like it is incredible. It's like a melatonin dream. It is very uh, vivid. Yeah, yeah. There's a difference. It's, it's not lucid. It's vivid. It's a vivid yes. dream. It, yes, it's a vivid dream. I uh, would know. I've had a vivid dream of eating a peach once. Yes, it was a good fucking peach. Yeah. It's not a metaphor. It's not like fuck. It's not euphemism. Like fucking face off. No, it was an actual factual peach. I hate that. I was like face off. You're making face off jokes again. Great. <laughs> um. So that's been reoccurring while this is going on. And um, essentially, um, would as you've had the dream, would you be telling people about that or have you been keeping that to yourself? No, I've been keeping it to myself and trying to drink it away, but it won't work. All right. Um, so that happens and the next day comes and I'm just have this little intro bit be without outside of the day system, just so it's a little bit easier. Um, you wake up and you get a trying to think you essentially get a message from Henry slash Lolo. Actually, probably at this point, because at this point, you're already neck deep. You get it from Lolo. And (laughs) uh, he says, uh, essentially, you are like, hey, uh, I think it's it's been a while. I think we kind of. I think I kind of figured out how we're going to handle this. Uh, so go if you could grab as many people as you can, uh, then um, just I feel like we might need to kind of come like not come to terms, but we need to kind of do a debriefing on what happened, because at this point, we've just kind of been sitting around and not really kind of talking about what the next steps would be. And also what to likely prepare for what's about to happen. No, no, I was I was loving being miserable and drinking myself into a stupor every night for it not to fucking work. Let's go. OK, um, so a meeting, I guess you try and get as many people as you can. I will get whoever is not working their fucking day job. Yes, which also, um, I guess, happens to be the so who 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 is representing this one? Or who is representing this meeting? I'm sure Elmas is is here because she's she's like not mad exactly, but like super st- stoked that her like her things with the drones and the connective thing worked. But it's but mad that she wasn't able to actually be there to see it. So she's like, OK, no, I want got to be on this one now. Well, Bobby, of course, and he will host the venue. Well, this is going to be at the this is going to be at the little office. Ah. Uh, and I guess Ferris probably. Yeah, I'll definitely go with him. Yeah, okay. Uh, so you all get into the like you all come to the office and you basically get a as you're there, uh, you get a knock on the door that basically at once realize that everyone's in. You kind of let Wolo know it. it, it you know, what, in hindsight, maybe. Hmm. Yes, fun, no, go fun, on. Fun thing, actually, about this is a thing to consider future GMs who are listening. Uh, maybe having a character sharing your thing is a little weird to discuss. Maybe. Let's just let's just call him Henry. Yeah, let's just let's just use Henry. To be fair, I figured that that's just everyone. I just figured my characters just did that out of like. Yeah, we just keep switching it, it back keeps and forth. the it keeps the it keeps the 
it keeps the uh the identity thing safe, I guess. So Henry comes in and sees that you're all there, and he goes, "Well, um, so uh, I suppose that I probably owe you a little bit, or probably." should give a little bit of a heads up for what's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to beat around the, or I'm not going to beat around the bush. Um, so I will just go ahead and say um, one of the reasons why I have been assigned to this area, why I am in the Seed Bear region to begin with, and particularly like the city around here, is because we are starting to see um, a lot of unusual activity in regards to kind of signals around extraplanar beings uh, like you saw in that or when we did the scrying session with the Singway household. Um, we Ferris, saw. Sorry. But Ferris is going to ask if he means aliens. I no, he means not, weirdos. Not aliens isn't quite because it's not. It's magic bullshit. Kind Magic of. Aliens, then. Uh, no, they're they're from the planets. It's just. Well, they're. How do I? Well, they're not exactly. Kind of think of them as kind of, you know, beings like us is a little, not exactly, accurate. Um, actually, um, he reaches. He brought with him a briefcase and has brought it across or like. Brings out some papers. I actually have some things that might help you explain this because I'm just going to say, um, I, while we're going to try and distance you from your, we're going to kind of leave you a little bit on your own, uh, which kind of been doing for the most part. Um, this office, uh, we're, I'm essentially going to be still keeping this office as, or I'm going to still be trying to keep a hold of, you know, letting you all use this office. Um, but we're going to be a little bit more or I, like, I guess I essentially am going to be your quote unquote handler, though. That's probably not going to be it. It's a little complicated, but I'll nobody can handle this. Later. You're a rubber stamp. You is what you're saying. Uh, yes, uh, because quite frankly, um, you can tell he's starting to get a little nervous. Um, anytime that we or us uh, locutions have tried to uh, try and get ourselves involved with extraplanar kind of things like you saw, like especially once we start to get into like you actually seeing that kind of stuff. You scare them off. No, they kill us. You know what? I'd argue that's an improvement. Um, that it it usually ends up pretty bad for us um, because while we have in our history, we've had communications with them before us intentionally trying to seek them out has only ended in pain. That's so kind of hilarious though. Well, um, I'd, like to, I'd like to ask why Henry thinks we'd be able to do better than they did. Uh, Cause none of you are locutions and also they have talked to you. Look, man, I'm just saying for such a big group, big dick group with so many fingers and so many pies, it's kind of funny seeing you fail. Well, yeah, I, I, can, I can understand that. 
to be honest, I can understand that. But I do have some things that will kind of help you because we have had instances of people, basically from what we've seen of, while we haven't specifically gone out and seen the creatures themselves, we've kind of seen what they've done to people. And there's a recurring theme. Which is uh, they befriend them. Uh Befriend them is a way to phrase it. Um, Befriend them violently. Nah, it depends upon your interpretation of the person, but um, they're persistent. Uh, so, so are you. What's your point? Well, um, the point is, is that I'm just going to give you some help to kind of give you what I have kind of studied on this before. And then... I'm going to say they're probably going to try and get a hold of you directly. And I'm going to say it's probably going to be from there. Uh, if you decide to go off on your own, all your own merry way, so be it. But uh, if you do need a point of like help here, I can kind of give you like some sort of help in that case. But you might be more or less on your own in or go from now on. So, so who's signing our paychecks now? Um, Bobby, who's been unusually quiet the whole time, stands up and says, I'm guessing that's probably me. Well, it depends upon how it goes. Uh, there are cases of there being organizations that have kind of you might be in contact with going forward. Uh, if you do need to... If you have something that you want to look at, we can maybe help fund some of that, depending upon what it is. Uh, so funding, it, it, we're all it's all kind of all up in the air right now uh, until we get more. of No, a you, solid you don't contract. get that excuse. I need fucking pay. Well, luckily, I could, well, luckily for you, Bobby, the man who always pays his employees. I don't like my checks covered in grease. Well, it's either that or no checks, my dear. Ugh. Well, in fact, you know what? Yeah. He reaches into a pocket, pulls out his wallet, and like, just pulls out the $100 and hands it to Ravia. There's a starting bonus. I feel cheap for some reason. Well, that's on you. She just puts it in her jacket. Wait, that's $100? Well, 100 whatever the Seed Bear region uses. Yes. It in is like 70s money, so that's like oh, yes, dollary dues. I know that's Australia. I I have not I have not gone to that minutiae of trying to figure the, out the what the seed name bearer <laughs> currency, currency is. Bucks. Yes. Um. Yeah, how much would that be? Uh, you're talking about uh, that's about 760 bucks. I, I more meant so easily bought off, but sure. Yes. I didn't mean is it a little bit of money? Oh no, I it, it just, I was just clarifying for, for carnival. But yes, just as a, a a fun aside for $100 at that point would be around $736 or $63.69. I don't give her less money. Well, how much is $100? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's I mean, that's I mean, that's no, that, that sounds like a big Bob B move. It's fine. Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah, he's it he will not bring his Bob bank. B doesn't care about money. Yeah, well, no, he cares great. about money, but something at that level. Not really. Yeah, yeah sure. you know what? A hundred dollars to Elmas and Paris too. Cool. I will take that. And I will appreciate it. Thanks. 
You know what is eternal here too? Just sitting silently in the drawer. No, we have a nice, we have a nice like shelf, uh, like mount, mount, mount a mantelpiece for her. We don't need to. Yeah, write we bought it right. off the Chinese restaurant. They let us keep it. Bobby goes over and sticks a hundred dollars in between <laughs> the plaque and the sword. Get a thumbs up. We don't um, need to write down our money, right? I was to say, I have a feeling that that's just going to get taken. Sure, someone go tries to take from the magic sword that can see. You just get going to be a fight between Aravi and Tor and Eternal later. Aravi is not that cheap. Um, that essentially is like he's like, well, I look. Um, we're not completely shutting you off of you know we're not completely shutting you off from that. Uh, it's just. Things are going to get a little different going forward. Um, you're probably likely going to be running into more odd situations that uh, who knows what um, the pay situation might be. Um, that being said, if it is something within our grasp, then yeah, uh, we can commission you to look into that and make sure that you have the means to do so. Good. Also, could we like expand the office, or could I at least get like a mini fridge? Uh, that a mini fridge can be arranged. Thanks. Um, Henry looks down at the paper that he has. Um, so, um, doing a little bit of digging about, um, because unfortunately, when you came across, um, when you came across the beings at the Singway Manor, um, the beings did not. Uh, essentially caught on to the fact that we were like what you were all doing uh, and essentially put up a field that kind of made the recording more or less useless. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Um, but that didn't exactly you kind of descri like described what the beings you looked at looked or like you essentially described the beings that you came across. Uh, so I've been doing a little bit of digging into uh, any repeated accounts uh, because another thing that comes across more often with um, like these sort of extra planar beings is uh, they tend to not stay in one form that long. Um, however, there are some recurring motifs. Um, we don't exactly have specific names for that. Uh, but one thing that did catch our eye, and that's something that's been consistent throughout the years that we have been doing this kind of research, uh, is especially nomenclature. Um, you kept on, or he looks to Robbie. You've essentially, uh, when they talk to you, you, I believe, phrases like, say, uh, mother and a number, and talking about... Maybe four in a number were brought yes. up. Yes. Um, we don't exactly know what those specific terms means, but that is something that has been consistent, uh, and that is referring to some sort of. He kind of Henry looks to kind of think about how to describe. It. Um, that is certain call signs that they use to. I am guessing, whatever organism or organization. Uh, is more of a more at the kind of the helm of like a higher sort of extra planar being. Um, so if you are likely 
uh, talking to, say, um, in fact, the, I believe that it, he looks to, um, he looks to Ash, uh, and he says, you used to have that, that, the being that was in your necklace, um, that is, well, no longer here, um, in that, uh, recording you mentioned, uh, there was a being named Herman, like, just named themselves Herman, uh, that was kind of a solemn-looking ape-man uh, that referred to himself as 4-2. Uh, we believe that you likely were dealing with a higher-up in whatever extraplanar organism or organization is kind of responsible for a lot of contact with, um, you know, beings on, you know, in this plane. Uh, and likely... Uh, you mentioned that you were referred to as Mother Four, correct? Yes. Um, we don't know exactly what that specifically means, but it is a consistent term that has come across throughout um, our organism, or like throughout our kind of talking, you know, gathering research about people who have had similar experiences. Um, That's great. I'm glad you have nothing new. Well, it it's well kind of. The problem is, is that kind of finding this information from reliable sources a little bit. You're dealing with a lot of hearsay and trying to parse out whether or not um, people's experiences were something. Well, let's say more lucid or maybe even delusional. So we do know that these mother beings are rather consistently of note to them. Uh, so that's something to note. Um, which is also likely how have you had any particular dreams recently or visions of that seem very vivid? Yes. And it's fucking miserable. Um, what do you see in those, uh, faceless, in those people. Visions? faceless people in any, any specific, um, setting or, you know, it's uh you know like a like a, a pub like a like a pub yeah it's a pub but i can't drink it's interesting guy talking to me uh what kind of guy i don't know he looks like an asshole um well it doesn't really narrow it down a whole lot for us okay a dragon asshole is that better uh bobby raises an eyebrow and says that's your subconscious merging with reality no doesn't look like you. Mm. Um, I sure also, hope not. Yeah, it's also great because he, he has the bold move of saying to me, the first thing he says is you haven't come as if that's the way to introduce yourself to a lady. Oh, Bobby would never say that to a lady. I know you wouldn't. Don't worry. You'd say that to a guy, though. Obviously. Raises another eyebrow and says, well, I'd never tell. I'm just um, going to stare at them at this point. Elvis has picked up one of the drones and is just fiddling because it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also says something about not meeting in person, but you know, the first huh. line just stuck out to me. Um, oh, if they want to meet in person, they better do a better job of setting it up rather than oh, meeting in some dream bar when they become, could become the Bobbies. Yeah, it's fucking great because I keep getting it and not even the booze will make it go away. Hmm. Well, you Heard. must get some stronger booze. I fucking tried. Have you tried the moonshine? It is a miracle my liver is intact. It's a... We're gonna have to get you some stronger booze then. 
I have drank moonshine that could peel paint. Mm. I can do better. But but go on, Henry, it, with whatever you were talking about. Um, he's just kind of been thinking, he's like, well, obviously that's not a whole lot to go on at the moment, but um, usually at the... I will say, um, usually what we've seen, that people that do have those, they do end up getting... Uh, they do end up having actual, seemingly having to have physical contact. So likely these are going to progress into like, and this is where I am saying you are going to essentially you're going to, things are going to come to you, like basically go to you. Good. It's easier for me. Um, so there's not a consistent pattern to it, but that is something to expect. Um, now, one thing that, other thing that we another well not creature another person that you we saw that is actually of note uh that we i would have a likely um scenario or like a likely guess on who it actually is you saw another person there a lion man uh with a basket hilted claymore i believe yes um white-haired lion man and yeah, I believe he's pure white, yeah. Uh, and mentioned that uh, in in discussions with um, for two, let's call them or Herman, I believe they referred to them as um, they referred to them as a father five, uh, I believe, or it's I'll, from your from your uh, what you have told me. Yeah, I mean, also if it helps at all, he kept complaining that I wasn't just an observer. Well. Um, we do have a consistent, uh, testimony on who that person might be, because he is actually a person of interest in, um, our research, actually, and me being here, because he is actually someone who is actually kind of, if it is, in fact, the same person, it is someone you may or may not want, well, he is a person of interest, let's say, um, namely that he, uh, he's gone by a couple other aliases, um, but... Recently, he has kind of been more brazen in taking one sort of identity to kind of almost in a like showboating nature um, to kind of, you know, show off that it is this person. Um, we believe that he might be uh, a man by the name of Lionel Fahrenheit. Really? Uh, a lion named Lionel? Oh, God, no taste. Look, this was a... Ferris is going to say that name sounds familiar. When he involved when we were looking up a uh, Cygnus that was her name right uh as a matter of fact yes um Mr. Fahrenheit is in fact um the person who is believed to be the head of uh you have had many contact with these your what we've kind of referred to as the constellation cults um your Cygnus your Cassiopeia your Orion uh as we've kind of crossed come across a few of those now, uh, to give a brief history lesson about those, um, they were originally all those sort of, well, for lack of a better term, cults, um, were part of one singular organization that were, was, that the organization was essentially called, was Olympus, that was trying to, you know, get into contact with extraplanar beings. Um, there, there has been a schism in that group, which has caused, you know, splinter factions. Um, from what we know that there are two major factions. There are the current Olympus 
or the ones that are more um, allegiant to the main Olympus um, kind of cause. Uh, these are your uh, these are your Orion and your Cygnuses. The ones who are more generally not up to no they're not up to anything good, um, whether it be, you know, standard crime or, you know, leading in, you know, supremacy and all that. Um, just generally up to no good, uh, trying to cause havoc in order to get a response from these beings. Um, you do now, uh, however, have another group, which is the Splinter Faction, which is more trying to do or less the same things, although in a more, um, let's say, less disruptive fashion. Um, that group being referred to as Terra Nova. Um, and we believe that Mr. Fahrenheit is the leader of Terra Nova. Uh, he was formerly a member of Olympus that is now trying to lead the group's Terra Nova. Um, someone's Cassiopeia, which you've come across a few times, is a member of Terra. He's more aligned to Terra Nova. Um, there are so a few others. Mr. Fahrenheit here is some hot shit. Uh, among those groups, yes. Um, we don't know a whole lot about him. He tends to be kept on the down low. Um, he has. He doesn't usually tend to stay in one location. Um, and other things about him, we have no real clue about where his origin, you know, likely with his being, he is likely origin in the moon bear moon beacon region. Uh, however, we do not have any source of how old he actually is and when he was actually born. Um, we in fact have some sort of sources that he might be over 140 years old, but oh, we don't have. Um, well, that, that from sources that we can find uh, that could tie to him are at least that old, whether or not that is him slipping or whether he's even older or this is another person. I think your sources might be wrong, but OK. Well, again, this is a little bit. It's kind of hard to suss out because there is a lot of flack in finding these things, because you were dealing with a lot of people who can come across as maybe not the greatest sources about this thing, especially when you're coming to um, visions and such. That's why you got to get more reliable sources. Yes. Which, speaking of, what can you, what kind of opposition do these groups have? Uh, I'm sure the... they've ruffled some feathers here and there. Um. Well, you, well, in terms a lot of these groups, especially Terra Nova, like you've come across Cascopia, the main opposition they have are, you know, more local law enforcement for, you know, dealing in things that are, you know, controlled substances and all that. I don't get a whole lot of opposition here. You do have people like uh, Orion and Cygnus who have been causing major problems. Uh, those people have, or those groups have been targeted by... Uh, groups. In fact, Terra Nova has their own specific group, um, which has been known to cause some to get cause some heated uh, conflict between the Olympus groups uh, that they call Libra. That was originally part of Olympus. That was maybe basically there. Hey, let's tie these groups together, which is now kind of almost turned into a um, let's say hostile towards those uh, groups. Avi. Smiles, a uh, very nice looking smile. And anyone else? Uh, if you're applying 
that if they are in conflict with, say, more organized groups of a more or less legal situation, um, it depends. It depends upon what the group's aiming to do. Um, Olympus tends to go with more older um, organizations or more, let's say, groups that could get a little bit more of a national rise. Uh, they are more targeting, you know, more vulnerable um, kind of populations specifically to get a more, let's see, mainstream panic. Um, they likely are not in opposition with like other sort of for, let's just say, extra legal groups, uh, though it depends upon if they are conflicting in terms of maybe some sort of side business that they're using to get funding. It's really that mostly is the conflict if they have any with other groups. I see. If that answers your question. I believe it does. Um, so what are you saying? Is our basic job here is to go find whatever house this Lionel person has and I, bust down this door? I don't think that finding Fahrenheit is going to be a worthwhile option because I feel at this point you'd be kind of going down a goose chase. Um, what likely you're going to have, what's likely going to happen is there is an extra planar being that is going to likely come to you. Either that or someone who is in this plane, in the physical plane, acting on their behalf. God, imagine being such a loser that you need a middleman. First, uh, ask what they should do when he gets there, this middleman. Well, likely for the most part, they tend to not be hostile. Um, they're not hostile. Could they stop with the fucking dreams? Uh, well, those will likely stop when... If if you're... Inter yes, that is like as much as hostile they'll get. They will be very persuasive. I'm going to suplex that son of a bitch into the ground the second I see him. Well, that... Well, yes. I'm sure they understand that you'll probably be slightly miffed at their actions. But unfortunately, with them being mostly trapped in the the plane that they are in, they really don't have... They can't... It is hard for them to, you know, cross, like, get your attention pretty much any other way. So fucking tight. It's not even an interesting dream. But it's what... Yes. They could at least make it fun, but no. Well, um, yes. Uh, so likely you're going to probably be receiving... You are going to have some sort of contact um whether or not it is sometimes it is subtle um they have found there's been cases where they have you know slipped letters under door as discreet as that to they tend not to make direct contact like you're not likely going to have someone knocking on your door um because one other thing uh that i should um make note of uh for you is if you if they can, you know, influence your dreams like that, they know where you are. Just putting that out there. OK. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, I don't have in until we kind of figure out which being is kind of getting in contact with you. Uh, there's not really much specific I can do, but just know this office is open if you need it. Uh, if you need support, 
you have it. And um, yeah, I know this isn't really helpful, but what's likely going to happen is going to happen. That's not probably help like that itself is also probably not helpful, but it, it's what it's what I got. I'm glad you came to tell us you got nothing. Well, I I can only tell you what I have. And just to, just to say that I'm we, we do not have anything. Bobby takes out the cigar and says, not nothing. You've given me a lot more than you know. Well, if that if anything I can give can help, I guess then I'll I, I'll try. Uh, Henry just kind of looks and is like, well, uh, does anyone have any questions? Yeah, when am I getting my fucking mini fridge? Uh, I will try and get that to you within the next probably either today or tomorrow. You know, you could have just asked me to build one. No, but you don't understand. It's not the same as forcing him to do it. Um, Ferris's question. He okay. is going to ask how secret all of this should be. Um, well, here's the thing. Um, if you go and tell someone that you are being haunted by a dream being or a being that is talking to you in your dreams, uh, how do you think people were going to respond to that? He will admit that's a fair point. I'll give you 50 bucks, tell you to look into it, and you'll be great. Yeah. I mean, look, you've all got money now. Think of it this exactly. way. Think of it this way, Ferris. We we will look completely crazy and absurd to anyone out to see this. That means we can just do our normal our normal shtick just fine. And everyone, it'll be completely, we will look any weirder than we normally do doing a job. He's going to say he doesn't look weird. He looks totally normal compared to the rest of you. That's, That's true. a very, very low bar to clear, but congrats. He will thank you for that. Sorry that you felt the need to compare yourself to Elmas of all people. Avi just shakes his head in dismay and says, this is why your show's not doing well, bud. <laughs> He's just going to give uh, Bobby a look. Yeah, it's true. There's yeah. not enough blood sport. All right. Anyway, we're good. Go ahead. You said I think we're good? Yeah. Um, so if that, uh, Henry says, is... Um, I, I, I have research into this if you have any specific topics i can whip something up if you need it um but uh, yes if we have any specific topics you can tell us a whole lot of nothing again sure well uh one thing i can at least give is the generalization of like patterns that we see i might not be able to tell you specifically what you're dealing with but i can tell you the patterns that we have seen with them um and just generally what to expect because uh, there's been cases of, you know, different sort of, you know, experience with, you know, extra planar beings, uh, especially ones of the magnitude that you've come across, because you you've obviously you've come across sylphs, you've come across nymphs across this, you've come across relics, um, you've come across automatons, you've come across a lot of different, you've come across hybrids, you've come across a lot of different uh, extra planar beings. It's just you have not come across ones of this magnitude yet um, where that sort of cases we are doing a lot of connected hearsay. So I can give you I can help you with that or with if with patterns. I just it's a little hard to understand what ones you're dealing with until we actually come across it a little bit more. Fair enough. So anyone have any idea where we start at least? Uh, B has a few. I mean, it sounds like we need to go rip up some cults. Something like that. 
But I have some other ideas. So yeah, I guess let's go. Oh wait, do we do we ever find the people that I know that Elvis wasn't there, but do we? Have, this was that character, but like, do we do we have the contact information of those people that we we met when we were in found the weed? Uh, are you talking That's about it, like yeah. yes? I yeah, mean, we I could just drop by the club again. That's uh, right. Okay. You do have contacts in that cult. Uh, you also, pr- well, no. I was about to say, you could do, you could contact the people that you helped from getting kidnapped, but you actually never talked to them, so they wouldn't know who you are. Yes, they should <laughs> never actually met in the real world. So it would be a very awkward conversation. Uh, so going back in terms of wh- who you would know, um, you would have access to people who are in Cassiopeia. Let me go in my handy-dandy NPC directory. Uh, you have... Where are you? Oh, you have that group. Yeah, that person that you just didn't straight up meet. Um, um, man, I'm just looking at this list and seeing the people that just have not come up like, at all. Um, oh, God, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he never showed up either. Um, oh God, where is his name? I really need to color code this by which arc, because uh, especially that arc had a lot of people. <laughs> was it? Em- yes, it was Ember was his name. Uh, who was the head of or the owner of the Dancing Queen, who was a member of that cult. Also, I wonder if I should make a note of the guy who had ownership of the Thousand Voices. I should probably put former owner of that club. Oh, the guy we busted? Yes. Um, I'm trying to see if you have any other contacts, because I think um, the... The Joes were just one of them was collaborating or just had a friend who was a collaborator of one of the um, things, but wasn't actually a member of that group. Uh, I was just going to go to Jones because the biggest in is, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you have. I mean, yeah, you have your you have your contact, but I'm just saying for the rest of the group, who else they might know? Yeah, because all the other Cassiopeia members, you never actually met. Oh. We can get contact. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at that point, uh, does anyone have anything else for Henry? No, nope. not really. I just want my mini fridge. Uh, so at that point, I guess with that, Henry just kind of waves, waves and just kind of just heads out. Uh, so okay. right what now. Un- God. What an unhelpful chap. Thank you for listening to Hazeltown's story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola Puzzlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me or from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola Puzzlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash Lola and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retro Rank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come around for the next episode.